0: You are listening to Masters Cast.
1: Masters Cast, episode number 26 for April 8th, 2007. Happy Hi, welcome back to Masters Cast, your He Manish
2: podcast. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow.
3: I'm Katie Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright.
2: My name is James E. Talk, also known as Buster Toons.
4: And I'm Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. We've been invaded.
3: We have the from British, across the coming. ocean. <laughs>
1: Where's Paul Revere? I don't know. <laughs> he didn't warn me. That wasn't very funny, but I liked it. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> I like a bit of American history. Yeah, we had two DVD releases come out pretty quickly, so we decided to do a show dedicated to both of them all at once, like the show of power. <laughs> we have the New Adventures of He-Man Volume Two, which completes the awesome show. Um, and I would like to, actually, I want to dedicate this show to someone, if you guys don't mind. <laughs> Go for actually, it. Actually, the, only the first half of the show. I'm dedicating to our good friend, um, alias Count Marzo, because I know he loves the new adventures and loves hearing about them. <laughs> so that's why that'll be in the first segment of the show. In the second segment of the show, we have Shira volume, excuse me, season one, volume two, with Hordak on the cover. <laughs> Were you excited about that?
2: Totally. I knew you would be.
4: British people don't like to talk on our show. <laughs> I was very excited by the cover. Thank
2: you. It, um, it made my year. <laughs> yes. I, I was hoping he would say something like that. Okay, Emiliano's artwork, as always, is uh, most impressive. I'm waiting for him to mess up, but he just doesn't. He hasn't messed up yet. Oh, we'll catch him. No. We'll catch him that one <laughs> time. Italian walk. stallion can't run forever, put it that way. <laughs>
1: Alright, so we have the New Adventures of He-Man Volume 2 completes the entire New Adventure set. And again, we've been pretty um, favorable towards the New Adventures, I think. I really think you should check it out, especially the second uh, set. It just came out about two weeks ago or so. And uh, the box art is great. It has Discs of Doom Skeletor on it, um, looking all fierce. And uh, <laughs> Flog and
2: Slush Head uh, coming out from it. A very dynamic. I, said, I actually said, when, when I first saw it, I said to Melian, I think it's one of my favorite covers from everything that he's done yes, so far. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That, that and um, I think it was Journey Back to Oz they did. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. He illustrated. But I, I, said, I, I thought New Adventures Volume 2 cover was just so, like you say, dynamic is the best word. And the green on it is awesome. I just love the yeah. Uh,
1: but what I do like about it is there seem to be an action there behind him, kind of like the she one, uh, or some of the other covers are a bit more static. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas they're, this well, they're one,
1: posing, aren't they? Yeah. With this one, it's like, Like, let's go kick some ass. Yeah, exactly.
2: Or ass. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) When you open up the box, you got some great scenes. You have the Tila scene from uh, Once Upon a Time. And just great stuff, great stuff. Um, Martin, why don't you tell us who's on the discs, or do you not have it in front of you?
4: I've not got it in front of me. But I think... um, Flipshot,
1: Staghorn, Hydron, Krita. Quake, and B.H., or oh, Yes, B H. What a <laughs> wonderful name for a character. That's what we love about the New Adventures of He-Man. They weren't scared. They weren't scared to name their children wacky things. Um, the art cards. Uh, one is by Matt Haley, I assume his name, and that's the one I really like. It has uh, New Adventures of He-Man and Tila's actually there too. Hydran and uh, Mara after she gets her. Ass kicking outfit on. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love that ass. Yeah. And um that that it's really good. I wouldn't mind having a poster of that. Not a full size, maybe a mini poster. Mm-hmm.
0: That?
1: And the second one is an actual He-Man in the Masters of the Universe uh one. Got uh, faker, He-Man, Evil lyn Skeletor, Merman I see in there. And that one is by Gene Ha. Ha ha. Ha ha! But that's why it <laughs> says
3: Ha on the front.
1: Yes. Ah, <laughs> that I, makes I much more like sense. It. I like when artists don't um, have a signature of their name per se, but of their like they kind. That's of... like
2: Adam Hughes as well. Adam Hughes was a A-H yeah. exclamation mark and yeah, um, when they do like their own houses. little yeah. their
1: own little logo, and that is just great. I love it. So this completes the new adventures of He Man, which is actually the only He Man series to actually sort of have a series finale. Yes. So that's True. kind of cool. That's kind of cool. We'll get to that. Uh, in a bit, but uh, we want to go over some of the really good episodes that are on this set. And I think we'd have to start off, and I believe we've mentioned this episode um, before in another one of our episodes, but I think we should start with Once Upon a Time. Oh, yes. Yes, it's the only place to start, really. Hey, Martin, why don't you tell us what happens in that episode?
4: Um, He-Man gets lonely being in the future by himself, so the sorceress sends Teela to the future in a new pink... Uh, flashy outfit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what's great about that is, is um, one would say, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they send his sister Shira? Mm-hmm. But I think there's obvious reasons. Use your imagination as to why the sorceress would send Teela instead.
2: <laughs> oh. oh no, no, yeah, I mean the, the reason they sent, uh, you know, the whole Teela thing is definitely, like you say, it's the love interest. Yeah, and I think, I think also they, they did that whole thing. I don't know if it was ever the writer's intention, but there's almost like a little bit of closure to the mm-hmm. whole. Oh, will they? Won't they? He like when, like she says, um, was it uh, goodbye forever or farewell forever, and uh, just vanishes. <laughs> get A lump in my throat every time I see it. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, a, it's and that's a great episode. Fantastic episode. But that's definitely and it's the, nice yeah. to see Skeletor as well reacting to Teela and not mm-hmm. just thinking, which is kind of weird as well because he reacts to Teela. After he hasn't <laughs> seen her in like so many years. Yet Prince Adam, oh, I don't recognize you with your little blonde <laughs> pony bits, you know.
1: I would like them to animate an old filmation episode in the style of the New Adventures to see what it would look like.
2: It, in the style of New Adventures, but I think you'd have to pick one of the, you know, the better studios to animate it because <laughs> some of the New Adventures all, episodes look pretty awful in comparison to others yeah that's like the whole you
1: thing know. even with batman the animated series in the 90s
2: yeah yeah tms Dong yeah. yang or whatever all these different studios all animating it. It's, it's, it's you know that was the best thing about filmation um as we'll probably discuss when it comes to share is that you know they, they kept their style and that was what they had and you knew what you were going to get every episode whereas like real ghostbusters ninja tales um new adventures of he-man etc you turn on you would be like oh my god is this the same show yeah there we go. night's over.
1: Another fan favorite. Uh, I was just reading some of the fan comments on the disc. Seems to be Four Ways to oh, Sundown.
4: An excellent episode.
1: Amazing. So, Martin, why should I love this episode? Even though I did watch it, but in refresh my memory.
4: Um, I just thought it was nice to get an episode that wasn't a standard. Uh, Skeletor's got some new kind of crazy gadget, and he's going to use it. Just the way it splits off into the four separate stories with Flog and Slushhead and Hydron and Fushot, Um allowed you to get like an insight into mm-hmm. how those characters thought. And you get to see some kind of similarities between He-Man and Skeletor towards the end, like in the roles that they play. Mm-hmm. And it's also very funny.
1: <laughs> My favorite scene, and it's just a little cutaway shot that they have in there, is when Flog, I think, is telling his side of the story. Or not Flog, um, excuse me, Slushhead. And Skeletor is clapping like he's so happy in the background. Like, in the background, oh, yeah, he's so he's... giddy, and he's like, "Yeah, Slushhead rules!"
4: <laughs> that's that's my. I favorite like Slushhead's um, like admirals. Yeah, oh, yes. uniforms! Yeah.
1: Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did, I did. I like. That's one good thing about uh, the new adventures. They could change costumes. They didn't have to wear the same clothes every every
2: episode. Mm. The good the good thing about that episode is just that it... It's um, it's almost like a very compared to your typical Saturday morning cartoon. The whole the whole basis for that, isn't it? What's the? It's based on a book. That's that story. Where it's like four four versions of the actual truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's quite it's quite intelligent storytelling for a for a Saturday morning cartoon to mm-hmm. say, right. Here's four people's perspective. And the best thing about it is just that how Hydra and Flipshot just believe how you know believe so much of themselves that they're, you know, you know that most of the stuff they talk about didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And that He-Man was the one who saved the day and led the the, the rest, you know, the um, led led the mission, etc. And it's just, it's just so it's, it's it's refreshing to see the uh, the subordinates, as it were, actually mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, this is what you know I think happened. It's like, well, and like, <laughs> is it Hydra on? Uh, thank God, thank goodness you brought that sword. You know, it can sure cut bushes. And it's like <laughs> He-Man with his power sword, like, oh, lay off, Captain Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's actually good as well to see like um is it Gary Chalk who does Heyman like doing this like really whiny kind uh-huh. of yeah it's really really <laughs> sappy Heyman and um and yeah the interaction with Flog and uh, and Slushhead actually at one point is just brilliant Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great episode animated very very well as well and it was one of the ones that was remastered. what so I was going to say one of the um I thought
1: it was really really um animated well when they're on the what is it the floating boat thing. Yeah. And they're yeah, going well, through they're, the they're water fire, and the mutants yeah. are shooting at them. I thought that was animated. like Excellent. The,
2: the, the, the one thing you can tell about the remastered episode straight away, well, I, I think it was talking about earlier, there's five in total, I think, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the, the one thing you can tell is in the intro when you see all the action kicking off, when you see the mothership approaching the camera from uh, Moon Nordor, mm-hmm. in, the, in the remastered footage, Moon Nordor stays brown. Whereas in the uh, regular intro, it turns red. So oh. there's your little there's your little thing to look out a for. A tidbit, a little tidbit. <laughs> a little
1: tidbit. One th- before we move on, I liked actually Hydron's story tricked me at first because I thought he was going to tell how it actually happened. Yeah, Because yeah, at first, I mean, I mean he has uh, Flipshot acting not unlike I would think Flipshot would react. Yeah. At times, but then when he also had He Man, you know. Uh, Little less whiny than Flipshot's story. That's right. But yeah. still, like, oh well, as long as Captain Hydran is, you know, That's leading right, yeah, the yeah. the way, then I was like, oh. But, but I no, I still liked how they, you know. But the the, the play ending, play. like
2: like like Mike said, the ending to that episode is just brilliant. The way it kind of just you're like, ah, oh, resolution. Yeah. It's it's just it's just it's, it's it's one of the best episodes of the series.
1: Moving on, let's talk about the nemesis within because. It kind of parallels a, ah. a she episode, maybe, that we had before. Sort of. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to shut maybe up. A little bit? Um, but Martin, can you explain the Nemesis within?
4: Um, Skeletor creates evil He-Man clone called He-Slave, who's evil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I gotta admit, I gotta admit, I was never too keen on the, the name of He Slave. Yeah. I understand it, but you know, in in, in um in Man, you had faker, you know, the baddie and like He Slave was just a bit like He eh. could have been Hevil.
4: Oh! <laughs> oh check out Callis there and his uh
2: <laughs> I like it. Heavil. I like That's the fact
4: good. he uses um by the power of Skeletor. Yes, I don't like power. that it no way.
1: Because if you think about it. They were saying how, you know, he knows what He-Man's thinking and all this mm. all this fun stuff. If only Skeletor had known how to properly exploit that, he could have had Hevel um, turn back into... <laughs> um... Adam's Slave.
4: Yeah, Adam Slave. <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to think of something like...
1: Uh, all that came up was Admiral Adam, but that doesn't work. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm not, not failing that. Uh,
1: but, oh, the... P.S. The resistance is whenever um, Skeletor has to disguise himself on the ship, mm-hmm. and he has that cloak on. He kind of looks like old school Skeletor, yeah. you know, with the uh, hood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I really, really like
4: that. Never thought of that. I thought that was kind of cool. I okay. also like the fact that um, he slave dies at the end. Yes. <laughs> yeah, death. yeah. Not that I'm bloodthirsty. <laughs> <laughs> <just thought>, um, <laughs> Admittedly, you are. <laughs> The only character who actually dies, I think, in any series.
1: And they didn't make a point. I mean, he's not a robot or anything. No. I mean, sure, he's a clone, but you know, clones have feelings too.
2: <laughs> actually, one one thing i uh, sorry to go back to filmation, but one death that I'm positive happened on the show was in um, Trouble in Troller. Remember that? With they all go all goes home world again in mm-hmm. season two of He-Man, and um, there's this giant. Um, a skarg, Whiplash's big giant creature worm thing. Mm-hmm. It comes out blah, blah, blah. And the or, Orko, Montauk and Snoob like shrink it down and Driel puts it in Whiplash's boot. Whiplash just sla- takes off his boot and he he whips this the boot with the creature inside. He's whipping it, whipping it to death. And I'm like, I think Whiplash just killed something <laughs> I was a bit I was a bit a bit odd about that. That kinda of threw me a bit with the whole filmation thing. I was like, I thought filmation of bloodthirsty creatures, you know.
1: You know I've I just never, ever, ever heard of that before. So go,
2: yeah,
0: that's why it.
1: you're Busta Tunes. Yeah, yeah. For my sins, yeah. <laughs> that was never in the episode review site, I don't think.
2: No, I probably only thought of it about a week ago. <laughs> 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 Sorry, back to back to the, uh, the adventures.
1: Back to the new adventures of He-Man. <coughs> well, let's turn the page. Ding. Um <laughs> <laughs> I believe a oh, personal. I believe a personal recommendation from Wacky Martin is the Bride of Slushhead, and perhaps he can enlighten me as to why I should watch it.
4: Um, you should watch the Bride of Slushhead because Slushhead get married,
1: <laughs> and he wears a tux, doesn't he?
4: He does. Everyone wears everyone. tuxes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we got a tuxedo Skeletor as an action figure. Oh,
2: he looks really—he looks really good in a tux. He does. That's the odd thing. He's standing there with his big disc as a Doom helmet on, and he's got like a staff and a tux, and he's like, "You're rocking a good bit of style there."
4: <laughs> I like how everybody who's um, wearing the tuxedos doesn't wear actually the trousers that are part of the suit. They just no, wear their right. usually, like massive boots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the, I mean, the the bride of Slushhead, I remember someone saying, "Oh, I can't believe they made that episode, etc." But it's like, but you know, the, they made it and mm-hmm. they they did a, they did a you know as Mike said they did a great job of it. It's I just, agree. Um, it, it's it's when you take you know, okay, it's 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 never going to be a serious episode. It's not like you're you're going to go there and, and you're going to see uh, amazing love. Sounds <laughs> a bit dodgy <laughs> between <Brood of> Slushhead <laughs> and his bride. You know, like oh wow, they do care for each other. Any. Any hugely um, uh, character writing, but it is just really well done. You get the impression that these two do love each other, but also you get is all the characters in this sh- ridiculous situation. <laughs> like Skeletor, like like Mike says, Skeletor and Tux. You got um, Slushers bride having a go at um, like Stein, you know, having a go at Skeletor, and Skeletor nearly losing his temper. And then Slushers stepping in and having a go at Skeletor. It's like it, they've they've staged it like a proper. Um, wedding kind of thing, with all the typical cliches, but it's just, it's done brilliantly, I think. It is
4: very funny. It's very, like the very brilliant. Funny. Term scene where Skeletor tries to offer, like, some marital advice. That's right, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Slushhead only has those for you. They get some planes thrown it. at him. <laughs> like, listen you, no one's ruining this wedding. It's a Well, as the a series... Flag, like, the minister... <laughs>
1: As the series was winding down, so to speak, Mara's role kind of got kicked into action. Yeah. yeah. So perhaps, Martin, will you enlighten us as to what happened to that nice
4: old docile Mara? (laughs) Um, She travels to Necron and helps out the Mites, who are a small midget race, (laughs) against uh, the Gleanans, who in turn are being helped by Quidditch they has got a, like the female power hour, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> in the series, and she gets Sweet. a new outfit.
2: We like her new outfit. The Mara outfit, wasn't it? They, um, I've seen pictures. They were going to make a, a figure, weren't they, of yes. Mara? Yeah. Um, and they, put, um, I remember seeing images. The colours were slightly different, but the design was Mara, you know, and all this, you know, scantily clad with that. Ponytail, ball, with spikes on it, which I thought was a bit tacky, but they, they, you know, they did the best they could. One would think that that would have really ripped her hair out, but yeah, yeah you're talking about gravity in a cartoon; it never happens. I right, know, it? it's weird. The <laughs> same know. way He-Man can fall from the sky, grab on a building, and his his arm doesn't disjoint you know, fall off. Of course not. Well, you know, the power of Gray Skull. <laughs> oh, many Sorry. mysteries. <laughs> Stupid thing to say. Yeah. If it was Adam, maybe you know. Yeah, he's a goner. <laughs>
1: Is there any specific episodes either of you would like to mention before we hit the finale?
4: Um, running of the Herd is good. <laughs> yes. Very good episode. Because we have it's all those... very nice. You know, she kind of I looks know.
1: like Tila a little bit. I mean, the new adventure is Tila. Who's this? Mara? No, 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 no. In Running of the Herd.
2: Oh, the... um uh, Female. Oh.
1: Yeah. Uh, her name is escaping me at the time.
2: Um, yeah, she's got a look about her. She's got a look about her. What am I talking about? <laughs> well, it's the... She's you know, she's wearing, like... Cause she's, <laughs> she's wearing...
1: Hey, I didn't pay for the rights for that song.
2: Oh, <laughs> we're screwed. <laughs>
1: um, you know, she's wearing pink. She has the big, poofy, blonde hair. And I think she has something on her head, too. I mean, it yeah, wasn't she does, exactly like, like Tila's, little... but...
2: No, no. That's what you mean. I think, I think what you look at is a lot of the... the... Well the character design was the same the whole way through and the mm-hmm. face is very is practically the same, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different colours here and there. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Run of the Herd's got it's got it's a good episode, but it's got a great ending as well. And you think, oh, everything's right in the world. Aww. And then um but yeah, uh but yeah, after the, after that that's when the um uh, that's when the mice and glean are introduced, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Um Yeah, and balance of power. And I remember watching that as a kid. I just go sort of go on the whole memory thing. But I remember when um, I'm watching the new adventures and I'm taping it every morning. I think this was um, when cable TV in the UK was ahead of um, terrestrial TV. So I'm watching it, He-Man daily, and uh, and it, it's coming out of all these new episodes. wow brilliant! And suddenly this episode comes in, and like the whole the whole the whole um, whole series has changed. You know, suddenly we're on another planet. There's a narrator talking for the first time in the series. Yes, yes you know what's going on it's like planet blah 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 and it's like who's he? he's scaring me and it reminded me
1: i don't know if you i assume you guys didn't have this show over there because it's kind of centered on our judicial system but it's called the people's court over here and it's like they've done a british yeah and they're like dun 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 um (laughs) buster tunes is the defendant (laughs) and that is exactly what the voice sounds Uh, like in the new adventures (laughs) For the it is. It's like
2: Planet Necron! Yeah. It's like okay, just, just <laughs> say the words, you know. <laughs> um. But yeah, that the whole the way the whole series changed. When I was a kid, I remember watching, it thinking, I don't like this. And <laughs> it, certain things change, like Kaz vanishes practically. Mm-hmm. There's no more Prince Adam, really. I think he appears in one or two episodes during this run, but it's like in a mor uh, in a moral segment, and it's very brief. So um, yeah, it's just really really odd. The whole the whole dynamic changed.
1: Nice to see though. Um. One thing to note too in these episodes, Skeletor takes on another new look, slightly, because both <laughs> uh, Skeletor variants kind of look the same, but um, he gets his uh, helmet off, and you get to see his, uh, yeah. you know, the rest of his hair, as if he was bald. You know
4: the. I really like uh, his um, look without the helmet. I do. It I agree. Very I creepy.
1: Yeah, more creepy, more menacing.
2: <laughs> I hated it when I first saw it as a kid, but then you know over time, and then when I realized it was related to a figure, I was like, ah. Oh. And all, you were sense. all accepting of it, right? Yeah. Oh no, no. Initially, I hated it, but because uh, it was like the whole fact, skeletal with hair, and then Amen comes out. Somehow, I always imagined you'd look like this. I was like, well, you're the only one then, aren't you? Because none of us knew you had hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's such a weird line, but um, yeah, it was it was it was it was nice to see. What was that I, I, um, name escapes me? The figure. Battle Um, Blade Skeletor. That's the one, yeah. Battle Blade Skeletor. It was just... And I think that was in... What episode was that? The Tornadoes or... Yeah, Tornadoes of Zill. Of Zill. There you go. But yeah. So we like those.
1: Well... There has to be an end to everything and the new adventures got one in the final invasion written by our good friend Jack Olesker as most of the episodes were. But Martin, what exactly happened to close... Off the new adventures of He-Man to the world.
4: Um, there is a big six-part story which you shall find on the final disc, where uh, the mutants and the Galactic Guardians go to compete in the games, which uh, aren't quite as good as they were made out to be. (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it was it was basically a a, like a team building exercise. It was very. Disappointing, I thought. <laughs> <Team laughs> <exercise. laughs> <laughs> One of the tasks is just That's to like, climb across a ravine on like a ladder. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they lose and Skeletor's getting angry. <laughs> and then it's just like throwing own categories up with Skeletor. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I think the final task is something like um they just the the runners of Games just hide something somewhere and say, Well, you've got to find it. <laughs> and they do. And it's like, Well, you've proven yourselves the mightiest oh, warriors in the universe. It's like, oh, kids could have done this. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh. oh,
3: the master at hide and seek. How do <laughs> <Yeah>. you feel?
4: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't have like, an egg and spoon race. Or <laughs> sack race or something. race.
0: <laughs> oh, that's genius. <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, they have uh, oh, oh <laughs> the final invasion. Because the Guardians win the games, they get captured briefly. And uh, Flug decides, having become incredibly angry <laughs> in the uh, final episode, just to launch one massive big attack. And it all goes horribly wrong when they escape, and Flug ends up surrendering. Uh, Skeleton Joe's a bit mad. <laughs> And um, he has his final battle with He-Man.
1: And Martin's not going to give away the ending because ah, you have to buy the set to find out. Yes. So that's right. In stores now, the New Adventures of He-Man season one. The only season. Start over again. New Adventures of He-Man volume two completes the series you have to get it real quick there are two brand new documentary features um they're not centered around the new adventures of he-man but yet another incentive if you're not a big fan of the new adventures of he-man pick up the set you get two more documentaries on filmations he-man and the master's universe you get the fans of he-man and the master's universe and there i saw this really weird guy on there you gotta check it out i think his name was james etok and he was like (laughs) acting crazy like he was really obsessed a freak yeah just it, just it uses his hands a lot to explain really like animated no, animated no size. and there was like this guy i think his name was emiliano santolucci i never heard of him i mean i never who is he I think, well, I think he's a he's a fan artist he's drawn a oh, few things just do know i've drawn a few things yeah i mean you might draw a picture you might recognize him might when be. you see his. yeah when you when you see him there and i'm you know, I think there was this this other guy on there that I mean, he might have been on a few podcasts. Uh, Josh Delancourt. Um,
3: oh yeah, I remember. I, him. I, I've heard of
1: him. I mean, he <laughs> he might not be here right now because he's on vacation with his uh, daughters. That was so sweet when he mentioned them on the on the documentary feature. Um, but um, yeah, I think that guy might be on there. I mean, he thinks he <laughs> is. Yeah.
2: And then there was another
1: guy. What's his name? Val Staples, I think. I've never heard of him. him. I mean, (laughs) I mean that name just escapes me. I'm like,
3: Stables? What? Who's
1: that? I mean, but those those people are so called fans of Masters Universe. They're they're on there. Um, So enjoy. Dull. Yeah, dull. I mean, I didn't want to watch that. Nah, seriously. Everyone everyone did a great job. Great to see everyone on my DVD. Um, and I will pester you about that in years to come. And then you also have The Power of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which was kind of a great um, summary wrap-up of He-Man. And I believe at the end of this one, which was really cool, I thought, they showed pictures of everyone that worked on the DVDs.
2: Cool. Yes, that's right. I think is, – is that the one that Scott comments from every, every... – one comment from every person that's been on it. Is that right? Yes, I think so. Yes, like they're... And then they also include, yeah, images of everybody who's who's worked on it in some way. hmm Yeah, so, yeah. No, it was it was really nice. Because they were... I, I can't remember who counted the idea. I don't know if it was Andy Mankles. I don't want put, to put, put it on someone's name and then someone goes, oh, it's my idea. But so I'm pretty sure it was Andy who counted the idea and said, we want to do a documentary that kind of, you know, finishes... How many documentaries? 16 or yeah, something. 16. Total. Wow. And it's like... It's, yeah, it's a bit self-indulgent, but I just thought, yeah, it's actually quite nice to show. Look what they achieved by contacting, you know, people who, you know, we we would never have dreamed about would be taught, talk- It's a bit Paul Dini talking about He-Man, I never thought I thought I'd see the day.
1: Yeah, really. And yeah, there
2: he is. You know, talking about hey man It's quite nice about it in the um,
4: final documentary, wasn't it? I think he said them um, nice I think he was in, in comparison to uh, <laughs> some of his other <laughs> <laughs> remarks.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's a he's, he's a nice guy, Paul Dini. Like.
1: All right, so make sure to pick up New Adventures of He-Man, Volume 2, available now. (gasps) But guess what, everyone? That's not the only thing you have to buy. Are you excited? (laughs) Are you excited? (laughs) Extremely. Rock on. You're all fired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She-Ra, Season 1, Volume 2 is out. It has an awesome, dark, brooding cover. That has hardly any pink, and it has <laughs> Catra, Kordak, and Shadow Weaver on it, which is great, uh, with the awesomely noodly designed, vamped up, you know, She-Ra Princess of Power logo that Emiliano did there on the cover. Oh, it's standout. I went to, when I saw it at Best Buy, sitting there on the shelf, I was like, beautiful. It was even at Target, and I was like, beautiful. Everyone should buy multiple copies of it. Um, what, what's really great is... Oh! Master's Cast is giving away a copy! And I just blew their eardrums. But I know yes, you are excited. That's right. Master's Cast, your first He-Man and Sheer podcast... Uh, all rights reserved. Are, <laughs> are giving away She-Ra Season 1 Volume 2 on DVD completely free. I don't care where you live. Enter the contest. If you win, uh, you know, you will be sent this. And you also will receive a Master's Cast prize pack, which will include a really cool Master's Cast armband. Oh, I know you're excited. And a sticker, probably.
3: <laughs> yeah, those are cool stickers. I have one on my laptop now. Are they
1: not cool stickers? I really Very. think they cool. So, how do one enter the contest? It's actually not a contest, it's just a giveaway. Just like last time, we're giving it away free, free, uh, no purchase necessary. Um, if you submit your th- your name, uh, email, and all that fun stuff, you agree to all my fun rules that are listed on the website. Um, the thing will, your name will be randomly pulled by someone that doesn't give a lick about He Man and She Ra, so there's no bias going on. Um, so enter, go to masterscast.com, click on the banner that says, you know, enter to win Shira, Princess of season two, one, volume two, in stores now. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go out and buy it. Extra copy. Think if this is your extra copy, you can sit on the shelf, um, or give to a friend. So you still have to buy I've got,
2: it. I've got, I've got three.
1: Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. So go to the website, enter... Have fun. Read all the rules, though. If you don't follow them, you don't get put in the magical hat.
3: Magical oh, orco hat.
1: Actually, it's going to be a Mickey Mouse hat from Fantasia that I put them in, but <laughs> it kind of looks like an orco hat.
3: Okay. As I long mean, as it, it's, it's similar. It's pointy. Is I, it red?
1: No, it's blue. <laughs> oh. And it has a moon on it. You, know, you ever saw Fantasia with Mickey Mouse in it?
3: Oh that. That hat.
1: It's
3: like a wizard's hat. Yeah. I need a Harry Potter hat. <laughs> <laughs> like my. Hey, you know me,
1: I'm all about the Disney Channel. So <laughs> Yes, I do. Okay, so let's open up She-Ra season one volume two. We got DVDs. Katie, you're gonna tell us who's on them?
3: Yes! Yay! We have Bo. We have Castaspella, Frosta, Scorpia, Imp. And Grizzlore! Woo! <laughs> They're really rad. They like them a lot.
1: They are. I'm looking at them right now and I can't stop. Right? Sweet.
3: I think Frost is my favorite. Oh, really? No.
1: No. That's a no, good no. picture. I'm digging Grizzlore, I think. And uh, I always love how Cassus Spella looks like she's in her 30s. Yeah. But she talks yeah. like she's in 45. She talks like she's in her 80s. <laughs> Be like, oh, Adam, you're That's so cute. cute. <laughs> do you, like, do you like the sound of my oh voice. voice? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, did I leave the magic pool on? <laughs>
4: Yes, Grandma. (laughs) Perhaps she was originally supposed to be about 80. Yeah,
3: yeah, (laughs) it could could be that. They just colored her hair wrong.
2: They did. Gray, how did you get it so wrong?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She looks much younger on the art card. And uh, why don't you tell us? Who else is on that art card, since I know you love that
3: art card? I love this art card. Because it has (laughs) perfume and Mantana but of course perfume is my favorite on this one and cast spell but yeah cast spell looks like 15 on there that's awesome
1: why don't you tell us who drew it cuz i'm going to pronounce his name wrong
3: i'll try it looks like mike weringo <laughs> woo that sounds
1: right I to think,
2: me i think i think that's how it's pronounced yeah
3: yay go me sweet and uh
1: colors by that val staples guy I think he was so in that fan documentary. Phone? I don't know.
2: Ah. Weird. He's a cover <laughs> in here and there. But no, it's, it's, it's a beautiful image. It's it so, is. It's really one of my like favorites. It. When I first started, I was like, wow. And you know, yes,
1: I mean. someone's hiding in it. <gasps> I just noticed! It's oh. Mickey!
3: <laughs> I love someone's Mickey. Uh, this the, is a great art card. I need a poster of this.
1: The other art card spooky is spooky that's a good way i was gonna go a little ruder but yes spooky it's spooky (laughs) be nice it's spooky and it's shadow weaver yes and it's by jock that's easy to pronounce
3: wow that's a cool name jock jock
1: you know all right so um i really like this uh dvd set because it's not pink and it has black like the horde it has she-ra on the side it has some great scenes i believe katie really liked the uh the smooching scene.
3: I do. Which episode is that from?
1: Anchors Aloft.
3: I must go watch it.
1: But um yeah, it has Adora uh looking at Seahawk kind of like, Hey baby <laughs> And Seahawks <laughs> like, Am I allowed to give you a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> of course Seahawk does not talk
2: like this, but It's quite funny with that with that sequence. Um Emiliano was like, you know, Bit, it, was like, it was a no-brainer, that one. We were going to use that as like one of the um, scene things. Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed every... Um, I went through the sequence, I just grabbed every um, cell of the the animation of that movie and it said, pick out the best one, kind of thing. Which <laughs> I think he did. Yes. So, it turned out really nice. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: the episodes on here are really good, because there's really no bad episode of she Even the worst episode of She-Ra is like... Awesome. So let's go to the, let's go through some of them that we want to highlight for everyone. Uh, disc one, I want to say, "Trolls Dream," right? No um, one's agreeing with me. I, I think it's a great episode. Okay, because I wanted to mention um, what I liked. about it good. Is because Larry DeTilio tried to handle, you know, a heavy hitting issue, and then they screwed
2: him in the end. The moral segment. The yeah. moral segment,
1: but um, it's really good. It's about basically about racism. Ooh. So it's it's definitely C. Shira has hard hitting episodes. Oh, she does. She does. She does. Another favorite um Black Snow, obviously. Because of Frosta.
2: Um, yeah, cuz she's cool. Oh, and the reason this is there because this episode 58 is yes. between 34 and 36. You can blame it's James. A, uh, and, and Alex. No, and Alex. <laughs> um we, Alex came up with like the I'd say the definitive um uh, continuity list and I think this all tails back to Multibot's appearances in like Horde Prime Takes a Holiday mm. and oh, I can't remember what episode it was. Well, Black Snow, obviously. But it was all to do with, you know, Multibot mainly. He was the cause of the whole continuity fluff ups. Mm. Damn you, Multibot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Black Snow, Black Snow, really good episode. And um,
1: a personal favorite of mine because when I was a little wee one, my parents bought me a *Shira* VHS tape. Oh, aren't they uh, yeah. sweet? Aren't they sweet? Yes. and it had the anxious apprentice on it and i really like at the end of anxious apprentice when Shira has to put the forbidden zone back together
2: oh and they're playing
1: likes. and they're playing the theme the you theme. know yeah dun, 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 and it's going like i don't know if they sped it up or whatever but it's going like it just sounds better to me and she's it's flying like, around yeah. you know i was sad sound effects flying through the forbidden zone and everything that is awesome
2: the Anxious Prince, one of those episodes that I, 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 if you gave me the option of watching it, I probably wouldn't, but it is an episode that, it's actually a really good one, because the story itself is kind of like very different, and one thing to is about the episode, I always remember this the first time I saw it, they, there's no um, transitional scenes, they're all done with wipes, all you see is yeah. every, every every shot from scene to scene, instead of like, she and all that business, mm-hmm. all, it's just a, a standard black, black wipe across, and then you're back into the next scene. Very, very different. Um, I don't know if to blame the director or the editor, but uh, yeah, no, the episode is good. It's just, um, it's good to see Scorpio as well mm-hmm. in, though, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I'm sure her voice acting changed dramatically throughout the series. But this is one of those moments when it was, she was really heavily played as like a brute by Linda Garrett. Yes. She was like, given that really, really.
1: <laughs> oh, we need to mention too, uh, Into the Dark Dimension um, oh. features audio commentary with J. Michael Straczynski.
2: The, the JMS. JMS. <laughs> great episode. Great episode. I like it when the she was series. floating around. Woo! That weird music as well when, that, yeah. when they first entered the dimension, as you can see in the image. Is that like the, fr- the like, only time they use that music? I think it's in one other episode as well, although I remember once. No, um, no, that's not that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's great in that scene, because just, you just don't expect it, and there's just suddenly this like weird music, and they mm-hmm. fall in. And the, the best thing about the episode... The visuals aren't that great, but the dialogue is awesome, and it's also good to see our favorite trolling villain, Dragoon, Mm -hmm. from Heyman, show up in a different role. Yeah, in a different role. He's purple this time.
1: (laughs) He went through some dye with his fur. Yes. (laughs) He's got got a tattoo. (laughs) Now, now, disc two. This is, I think, an episode that.
0: James always thought,
1: along with Above It All, why does John love Above It All? Um, That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about Glimmer's story, when Glimmer gets a new haircut.
2: (laughs) Glimmer's story. (laughs) Never met Don Heckman, but if I did, I'd say, the first thing I'd say is, what were you thinking, Don? (laughs) 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 Wrote some good episodes, no job too small for Heyman. but what were you doing with Glimmer's story? Well, the thing that bothered me was her hair was already kind of purple. They just made it dark purple. I didn't mind the hair issue. Actually, I did mind the hair issue. What am I saying? <laughs> I despise the <laughs> hair issue. But I just think the story was so bad. They, well, one
1: okay. thing I love and hate, love and hate relationship, um, the best is power of all Etheria come to Shira. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: So if she can do this, anytime right? Anytime she wants. Anytime yeah. she wants. Why doesn't she, like, focus a beam towards the fright zone and, like, blast it out of existence or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really great scene. I it love is, it, no, where she's like, power of all Ethereum You know, and it comes down and then she's having trouble, you know, holding holding the sword with the power like that, but one has to say, then why didn't she just abuse that?
2: I don't know. But I still... I think, that, I think what it, the episode tried to do, if you watch it, it tries to establish a whole new... I don't think it's intentionally new, but they try and give Bright Moon some backstory, mm-hmm. don't they? With this gem and the big statue, and it's like... But the whole, if you watch any episode of she and then watch Glimmer's story... The whole um what do they call it? Like the whole layout of Bright Moon has changed. There's I think the lake which appears in some episodes is now a massive lake. Yeah. Um, and there's like Brightmoon seems to be situated on a mini island and it's a crazy episode. But it's, it's it's a nice one to hate, put it that way. And you get Prince Highcliffe, new new character, right? And I like Prince Highcliffe, actually, I like an Imp. I yeah. one thing about Don Heckman is, a writer, he he was the best guy at writing Imp because he would use him to his foot. Larry DeTilia actually didn't handle Imp that well and would do, obviously, the suck-up routine, but um, but Don Hetman would always write him as, oh, what can I say, like like a really good psychic that Hordak actually trusted. Mm-hmm. And gave him some great dialogue as well. And um, false face was also in this episode. False face. <laughs> hey. hey, that was kind of
1: creepy. When he like the yeah, camera's what, directly on him, and he's kind of moving ee- his hands, and it's like... When he approaches the, the camera, that's that's, yeah. that's a,
2: and he's, uh, the design they've given him is actually really, yeah, very creepy. Very creepy.
1: Um, real quick, uh, The Rock People, new toys, Stonedar and Rock On landing soon, this episode. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so you want to check that one out. Now, the really good episode. Do you know which one I'm talking about?
2: Please let it be Huntara. I think it
1: might be.
3: <laughs> Better be. It's a great episode.
1: It is. Why don't you tell me why, Katie?
3: Well, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I just remembered... Oh, am I the only one that watches kinda... these
1: beforehand, No.
3: <laughs> I, I haven't had time. I was finishing up my freaking bachelor's degree, <laughs> which I am done with. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. So now I have all the time in the world to watch all of my box sets, and I will. Um, but I just thought Hun- Huntera herself was a very cool character, and how she eventually... Because she turns up start that over doesn't hordak kind of hire her to go after she yes. and so she's on the side of evil and then yes. she talks her out of it and says hey why exactly are you doing this it makes her rethink it and she's like oh yeah i don't really need to be evil um well the yeah, thing too it's, is it's but
1: like gross. huntara doesn't understand at first that she is being evil yeah like of course then one says like just like in the first episode of the new adventures of he-man how or Flipshot and Hydron yeah. how, why do they think Skeletor of all things is good? But like just mm-hmm. like Huntara coming into the fright zone and everything, and then she goes to the Whispering Woods with or wherever Tomb Rock with She-Ra and She-Ra's all like pretty and like, you know, yeah. bright. I'm <laughs> yeah. But um
2: She talks like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, Erica Scheimer actually yeah. did yeah. that. That was Great very voice. good voice acting for her, I thought.
2: Very, very. I like Erica Scheimer at the best of times. I just think that was that was one of her probably best voices in the show. Oh, and, uh, I mean, obviously if you look at the storyboards this this, um, which actually aren't the best of the series, um, the storyboards show um, that Huntara, more than anything, uh, was based on uh, Grace Jones, the mm-hmm. actress from the um, 80s. And also she was based on Grace Jones, although a design designed because she originally was supposed to be a black character.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, um, and even the model, even up to the point where the model sheets say she's um, ebony skinned, but uh, unfortunately didn't make it through to the cause I think that would have been cool. She, um, <laughs> they made her purple. Yeah, they made you her don't. purple. She, um, I
1: forget where I was going with that. Oh, her episode has a storyboard comparison on the DVD, yes. so you can watch the episode and the storyboard going going through. Um, there's so many important episodes on this, but we're going to mention um, Micah of Bright Moon. I don't really like this episode because I would rather the Red Knight be Glimmer's father. Yeah. I think most would agree with me. I don't know. Do you all agree with me?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. No. No. I, I, okay. the, 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 they set up the Red Knight obviously yeah. initially as, and then and then uh, they Rob forgot Lam- about him. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Lamb came along, and I, I remember I don't know if this was in the trivia or not, but Rob Lamb said to me when, when he wrote Michael Brightman, the whole intent was to have the character stick around yes. because the episodes were always shown out of order or just any. He was asked. You've got a right man. He's like, well, I've just introduced the character back to his family, so he does the line at the end, like, I was, you know, it's like when King Miro came back, he has to leave again, you know, yes. to to revisit this new world and learn more about it. It's like, that's a handy excuse, you know, oh. be a father. And fans will enjoy that he apologizes
1: in the documentary for sword to blanket. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Oh
2: god,
1: he does that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry, sorry, sword to blanket. That That's blanket funny. had to be
2: really heavy, though, because it was made out of sword material. <laughs> <laughs> just Man. also, just on, on this too, can I just, mm-hmm. just give a shout-out to the Minds of Mondor, just because I think it's one of the best episodes of the series.
1: Woo! Minds of Mondor. I was going to go to vacation there once. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Katra and
2: Scorpio were there to ambush me. Oh, it happens all the time. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, again, sorry, i we should mention this. This, was, this episode is here because, oh, because. originally its place was, I think, if I'm re- remembering rightly, Enemy with My Face. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, those were in, Yeah, in Enemy with My Face, um, Hordex says uh, something about the Minds of Mondor. Nobody has ever escaped from that dark planet, which took place after the Minds of Mondor. It's like, wait a minute, everybody just escaped from the Minds of Mondor. So we swapped, <laughs> swapped, them, swapped them around to give Hordex's comment in the first uh, instance some validity. Validity. See? And
1: that is p- called Paying Attention to Detail. Yes.
2: yes. That's what we do.
1: <laughs> Disc 3, The Price of Power. If you ever wonder how Shadow Weaver joined the Horde, stay tuned for this exciting adventure. <laughs> that was my announcer voice. Did you like it? I that was good. Um, nice. <laughs> this is really good because you meet who was training Shadow Weaver before she became Evil Horde Witch. Yes, and he has an annoying little apprentice who, like, magically picks up sticks.
3: Wow! I want that power. Well, <laughs> he was told
1: to clean up just, the it, yard. Like Harry Potter, out easily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, "Watch me pick up sticks." <laughs> Harry Potter's was like,
4: "God damn it!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> Isn't that something they said in that movie? Yeah. Yes. She was because like, she pronounced it. Yeah. Is that was that the whole point? Like she makes in the yeah. movie. She's like, a v-o-s-a, or something, right?
3: Because Ron was saying it wrong.
2: <laughs> They're in love.
3: <laughs> yes, they are.
1: My friend, my enemy.
2: It's it's a good episode. Um, just for the whole, you know, I, mean, I like the way Hordak is actually. we well, in the situation he's in. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have got the, the, one of the best guest appearances, guest appearances ever in terms of like unexpectedly. Like, won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen the episode, but like you're watching it and then ba ba ba, you like with his theme tune comes out, you're like, oh, it was like, oh, that's cool. Right at the very beginning of the episode, what it has some uh, Doomberry pie. And, mm-hmm. uh, and before you, you Should know, have known really by the name. Yeah.
4: Doomberry. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Doomberry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
2: good. <laughs> yes. It's good. It's rather tasty is well, right. The name is just uh, the name should give it away really.
1: <laughs> now, disc three also has like one one of the one of the best episodes I think. It didn't make the the top right because it doesn't have you know Sweetbee appearing or He-Man appearing, but Unexpected Ally, oh, I oh, think, no, no, is I really good.
2: Right episode.
1: General Sunder, um, who I wish they would have used more. They should have. It's like they had Bo and they had to use him, but General Sunder and Seahawk are just leaps and bounds, in my opinion, ahead of Bo.
2: The best thing about Sunder was his—you know—he could always have that. You know, even when he shows up again in the season two turn of the general, he's just mm-hmm. got so much uh, weight to the character. Yes. And also, speaking of weight, he's a much bigger character than most of the other males in the show. He's actually really, really big. Yes, he's not drawn like hey I think he's bigger than He-Man in terms of height and everything it's just like a really imposing figure
1: um, and yes yeah, like in Return of the General you know when he opens up the th- in his shadow
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they just didn't use him
1: a lost cause they could have made a He-Man figure out for him really, <laughs> could have been part of the Masters of the Universe toy line <laughs> Disc 4 has a really awesome episode on it and I know you guys love it it's called "Lucky Lends a Hand yes. Now I know Katie likes
2: it. Some of those colorful episodes.
1: Well, I just thought it was ingenious. Because they never used him for anything but hiding. He never really was a part of the show. He was hiding and he gave the moral, yawn, 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 snooze, snooze, snooze. And then, boom, he gets put in the action. I love it how he was like, I loved it how he never, uh, while he was hiding, noticed that uh, Dora was She-Ra. But Light Hope tells him and he's like...
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, you just have to love it when he falls in Snake Mountain. <laughs> it's, so
2: funny. it's one of the best. Isn't that stages? where? Um... Yeah. Oh, sorry, Martin.
4: <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, isn't that where Skeletor's got that thing, and he's explaining it to beastman like mm-hmm. tons of detail, and he just comes in and ruins it. After. Yeah. <laughs> Observe, uh-huh. beastman my new device. <laughs>
2: That's, that's the best thing about it, because it's, it's like, you think, oh, hang on. if you were watching the episode for the first time, you think, oh, you know, there's an episode in an episode almost, you've got the whole time plot device, but now Skeletor's about to attack Eternia. And it sounds like a great plan with this, I think with this portal, I can just go straight into um, Prince Adam's bedroom and kidnap the prince. It's like, and then I'll do... And you're like, wow, this is pretty good. And then Lucky just runs past and knocks him <laughs> over. And the animation, everything's fantastic. And you're like, oh. And then the scene ends with Skeletor running off the place. It's just... It's about two minutes, but it's one of the best scenes in the series, I
1: think. <laughs> so well done. Um, we have other good episodes on this disc. Were, oh, wait a minute. Before I say this, was of Shadows and Skulls on the top five She-Ra DVD? Yes. Okay. All right. So let me start that again. All right. The, really, uh, the other two really good episodes on this disc of oh, Shadows and Skulls and Horde Prime Takes a Holiday we already covered on our Best of She-Ra DVD review. If you haven't downloaded that, go to the website, masterscast.com. Ooh, go download it, right? I know it. Now, unfortunately, um, a two-part episode is split between disc four and five. But, you know, it happens. It happens. Um, we have Anchors Aloft, part one and two, which has Seahawk and Adora and some lovey dubbiness. <laughs> one of the rare two-part episodes in the entire run of He-Man and She-Ra.
2: Actually, and the only legitimate one as well. Because, obviously, House of Chakot was originally a one-part episode that mm-hmm. they couldn't afford to make. To obviously make, Because it was yeah. two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas, Anchor's Aloft was actually written as a, two, a genuine two-part episode. And yeah. it comes across like that, because yeah. it's, it's so obvious where everything falls into place. Um, and
1: Bob Forward, always great.
2: Yes. And, and uh, my, my favourite, actually, of the two parts is the second part, because it's directed by Bob Arkwright, who just puts lots of... Uh, lots of Visual flavor, mm-hmm. I believe, is a phrase I'm going to use. That nice visual flavor into this episode. It's a beautiful looking episode.
1: How about dark smoke and fire? The return of Gran Amir, not written by Larry Tilio.
2: No. no, and it shows. And it shows. Ooh,
1: oh, oh! He just gave the business to J. Michael Straczynski.
2: Yeah, and J. Michael Straczynski would would show me how many millions he's made <laughs> off writing <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> um, no, I, thi- I, think, um, I th- think JMS took over gr- Granomir duties, as I'm going to call them, with um, Battle of the Dragons at the end of He-Man Season 1. And I just don't think he handled Granomir ever as good as Larry Dutileo did, because obviously who Larry Dutileo is, it's his baby, isn't it really, Granamere? Yeah. He's created him, practically designed him. And I think with the J- JMS episodes, number one, he had Granomir laugh at the end of Battle of the Dragons. Great great episode, but, you know, it's like, Granomir's laughing? <laughs> and then in this one, this one, the excuse to write him in a comedic tone is because he's a much younger Granemet, although he looks exactly the, the same. same. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a good episode, and it, it's nice that the episode takes place on Eternia, um, a long, 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 long time before. Was it like a thousand years before He-Man shows up, something mm-hmm. like that? Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a nice episode.
1: Well, what I didn't like is the one thing I didn't like: the dude that She-Ra meets there. Isn't it kind of... It's sort of implied that they kind of maybe like each other, but then it's also implied that they could be related?
2: Um, I don't know about the related thing. You might have to... Tell me. Tell me. I, can't. I, just, I just remember it was the whole... That's,
1: that's just popping in my head right now.
2: It could be related because he was... Ki- yeah, that's actually true. I didn't think of it like that, because he's King Tarbon of Eternia. Mm-hmm. Is he Tarbon, I think? I can't remember, I can't quite remember the name. But, um, yeah. So, by... by by process of elimination kind of thing um, the, the family tree would go all the way down to Randor who was uh, the father of Adora mm-hmm. interesting <laughs> <laughs> oh for the, all the wrong reasons too. Just, just thought I'd put that out there
1: um, Katie yes I think one of your favourite episodes is on this disc <gasps>
3: We get to skip down to flowers. Oh, flowers. Look at me. I can't even get the title right because I'm so excited. <laughs> flowers for Hordak. Yes, I love 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 this episode. It should have been on the best of set, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. So now you have to buy this DVD set if for no other reason than sure. to see Flowers yeah. for Hordeck. Because
1: Katie la, said la, so. La 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 la. la,
3: la. <laughs>
2: It is, it is a fantastic episode. Just because it's so... You're like, what? But it is just brilliant.
1: It Rob is forward. forward.
2: Go forward again, yeah.
1: I'm sad it's, they it's, didn't interview him. They didn't get to interview him for any of the DVDs. Aww. Yeah.
2: He's too it's busy showing, blowing things up. Yeah, and which he actually is. Yep. John's not lying there. I'm not lying. I've
1: really? seen video footage.
2: <laughs> he blows things up. <laughs> yeah, he
1: does... Um. Like, Butch special effects. effects for, like, um, like B-movies, right? Like, uh, ah. independent kind of movies, uh, things. He has videos online, actually, showing how to create oh. different type of effects.
2: Nice. No, it's, it's, it's well, John cool. showed me this link, and I followed it. And I was like, oh, my God, it is Buffalo And he's, like, giving a tutorial how to do explode or this explosion package he's created that you mm. plug into, um, how was it, Adobe After Effects. Yeah, I think and so. It's just it, really amazing. I was just like, this is guy who wrote He-Man and Sheer, and he's doing, like, explosives but yeah, apparently he was always a big fan of like explosions and westerns which obviously led to brave stuff that's another podcast altogether <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right so those are like the episodes that you really should check out um but they're all great and remember if you haven't bought it you need to buy it but still also enter our contest because we're also giving away master's cast goodies so remember go to masterscast.com for the details on how you can win shira v- season 1 volume 2 on dvd all rights reserved copyright whatever uh, <laughs> now there are some extra features on the DVD we already mentioned the side by side storyboard comparisons and the um, sh- 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 you know what it's called Contra- episode commentary with uh, J. Michael Straczynski hosted by of course Andy Mangles who's been doing a great job on all the documentary uh, extra features and we have the stories of Shira, part 2 interviews with all of our fun friends um there are some interesting uh facts in the documentaries i don't really want to give everything away but the biggest tidbit um or the one that i really liked was we found out that originally larry DeTilio had written um adora's phrase to be by the grace of greyskull and that lasted through several drafts i believe he said and then they ended up changing it to for the honor of greyskull which i do like better
2: Oh, mm-hmm. the grace of Grayskull sounds like Gracie Gracie or something. It just, it, do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't flow as well. Mm-hmm. I, well, I then that,
1: again, you know, if it was set in our minds yeah, for 20 right. years, some years, we might be like, for the honor of Grayskull, what's that? That's but I don't know, for the honor. It's like, you can be more commanding with that. I think that yeah. like, by the great, like, yeah. I can't see her going like, by the grace of, you know, more like, by the grace of Grayskull or something, you know, like she'd be saying. Very daintily or something.
4: <laughs> Daint. Grayskull's not very uh, graceful either. Really. No.
1: Oh, <laughs> so Good that. point.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: I like her that she's, you know, like Larry says in it, like then they ended up doing the thing, well, she's honoring Grayskull and which kind of makes sense because she dishonored Grayskull while she was part of the Horde. Ooh. So she's making amends.
2: She's got a lot to make up for. Yes. It's okay
1: because she's foxy. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Well, I only speak the truth, my my friends. Um, So anyway, great, great. We have new adventures wrapped up um, on DVD. There's two different uh, volumes of that. All four He-Man and the Masters of the Universe sets have been released. So if you haven't picked up those, I have to tell you, one of my coworkers at work actually called me to tell me that uh, he bought his wife um the shira season he was showing it to his um uh nephew he loved it uh, so they're gonna buy him the, the he-man and shira sets yeah so it's like yeah talk about it That's show great. the kids show the kids and then all we have left uh is one more set of shira and we're done for for what bci actually has the rights to yeah i'm like but it's sad it's sad. It's and a, it's, it's awesome. It's at a the happy same momentous
2: time. occasion because, yeah. because, at the end of the day, we never thought we'd get we'd get these this, DVDs. Yeah, yeah, we never thought we'd get these DVDs, and not to blow BCI's trumpet too much, but of this quality. Yes, you know, actually, actually, given a damn about you know what the end product would be, because not to rubbish Transformers too much, but their box sets when when we first when they first came out in the uh, beginning of 2001, or so, Transformers on DVD. Wow, and it was just. A very poor release. No yeah, it was like those. oh, I've got, them, I've got them myself. You know, they the episodes remastered, but they weren't finished, etc. The, mm-hmm. the, the extras weren't brilliant, and then he man volume one comes out. The extras have been remastered beyond compare. It's like oh my goodness, and the extras are just uh, they're just amazing.
1: So we and ha- it's been fun. yeah, and yeah. It, um, you have to buy them all to complete the awesome spine mural. So if you pick up these two, all you have left is She-Ra season two. And then we're done. We're done for now, folks.
3: And I have a brand new niece that I'm going to be sharing all these episodes with as soon awesome. as she's old enough to watch them.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ma- and make sure to show yes. her He-Man and She-Ra before Rainbow Bright. Oh,
3: I don't know. That's a pretty tall order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a
2: lot of Katie there. What are you
3: it is. It really is. <laughs> I can intermix. Don't I do guess. one episode of this, one episode of that. I guess
1: show her flowers for Hordeck first.
3: Okay. okay. That's a done deal.
1: Okay. <laughs> At least we got her to agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to thank again uh, James, Katie, Martin, And I'll thank myself for being here. (laughs) Um, We're actually recording this right before the holidays. Some of you may celebrate Easter. No offense if you don't. Just throwing that out there. Happy holiday season. Um, Go to masterscast.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Easy to do inside iTunes. Go to the iTunes store. We are free. We don't charge because we're cool. And type in Masterscast uh, and you'll find us. Hit subscribe and you'll get all of our episodes automatically. That's really, really cool. And if you want to win a Masters cast prize pack which includes shira season one volume two with hordak on the cover completely free wow (laughs) go to master go to master's cat i gotta add an echo effect to that go to (laughs) masterscast.com today and enter because supplies are limited and so is the time limit on when you can enter for the giveaway so make sure you go read the rules hit submit have a grand old time. Oh, all right. I also wanted to mention I'm getting a lot of emails, people asking us if we have a Master's Cast MySpace. No, we do not, because that would be yet another thing I would have to log into. However, many of us have a personal MySpace, and feel free to add us uh, if you want. Um, mine is myspace.com theshadow82. That's all one word. And if you're nice, I'll add you. But if I don't know who you are, you might want to send me a message first. Say that you are adding me because of the podcast, because I do have a private profile uh, for various reasons. Um, so unless you tell me you're 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 a podcast fan, you might not, you might get the denied button. <laughs> denied. <laughs> um, but um, I believe uh, our good friend Busta Tunes is, isn't because his is myspace.com/slash/serialgeek. And perhaps, James, you'd like to explain to us why it is Slash Serial Geek.
2: Well, um, Because basically... I'm making you, so do it. Yes, okay, right. <laughs> um, uh, basically, it is Slash Serial Geek. As this March, or the March just passed, I, um, I entered into the publishing uh, domain, as it were, with a, with a, a magazine called Serial Geek, which is uh, targeted uh, towards all of us who love He-Man, She-Ra... Transformers, even though they're really bad box sets, GI <laughs> Joe, uh, Galaxy High School, Ninja Turtles, all the cartoons of the 80s, and it's a magazine for the fans, um, by quite a few fans <laughs> itself. So it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of great content. Uh, Anybody want to help me out? Well, I mean, it has
1: it has a lot of original artwork, uh, articles pertaining to different '80s properties, and a lot of them are really in depth. And I mean, there's some fun things in there too, like I don't know, top 10 '80s cartoon theme songs and um, things like that.
2: (laughs) He had to put David the Gnome in there as well. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes, David the Gnome made the list. So if you are intrigued, like if David the Gnome made the list. What else <laughs> made the list? You have to know. Hey, he gets. <laughs> you, you will be very impressed with the magazine. I'm going to pimp it for, for James here since he's a little modest. Go to uh, SerialGeek.com, one word, and you can find all the information there. It's really great. Check it out. And I've just decided the Master's Cast prize pack is going to include an issue of Serial Geek in it. Oh. So oh, check it nice. out. That's right. Go to I Master'sCast.com to enter. But um, thanks for listening. I'm John Callis, also known
4: as The Shadow.
3: I'm Kitty Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright.
2: I'm James E. Talk, also known as Buster Toons.
4: And I'm Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. Good, Good, Good journey,
2: Penny. Oh, did I come in too early? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't really hear you. I don't know.
1: It was hard to tell. By the grace of Grace, God, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> the episode that never starts. <laughs>
3: We've got to reintroduce the bloopers this time.
1: There you go. This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 26 for April 8th, 2000. Oh, my cell phone's ringing. <laughs> that is
3: just amateurish.
1: <laughs> Where's <is> it at? <laughs>
3: What is this theme? I can't understand All what right. song. That is it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hello.
1: Hey, let me t- take the me call as well. Later. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Sorry.
4: I'm actually glad that happened. I needed to cough. <laughs> <laughs> I have changed it to vibrate. <laughs>
2: okay. So I've got I've got to go away for five seconds. Hang on. Bear with me. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Okay. <clears throat> la 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 la.
3: I'm Katie Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright.
2: Oh, yeah. Is it me or... I was waiting... After you, James? <laughs> oh, cheers. Uh, sorry, I was waiting right, for um... Right, I'll give you a bit of time and then I'll go into it. Ten. Nine. Eat
1: your hay and oats and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's a <your> horse. <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> no, but apparently Harry Potter be really be likes them. them. Horses. Really? <laughs>
4: That now, was bad. Isn't it, isn't oh, it? I see. <laughs> Sorry. I was like,
1: okay, I wasn't. I don't
4: live where they had the play, but I. About it. I just remembered. I don't know what you were talking about. Horses. <laughs> All right. Enough of
1: references that don't matter. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although Harry Potter, he who could he play in He Man? I don't think he really fits any of the role. He could play a twiggit. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. Yes, it was. Ron can play bow. <laughs> no, Ron would have to be Seahawk. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's on Phil of the Future. Um oh, God. Guess what just arrived? Hold on, my She-Ra DVDs. <laughs> so now I oh, well, this look... minute! <laughs> All
3: right, Especially the when he what? uses public restrooms.
1: Um, I don't know <laughs> what we're gonna give away with it. I don't know if I have any T-shirts left, but I got those. I'm got those arm bra- bands made. You know.
3: Armbands. bands?
1: Yeah, you know, like, everyone's wearing those armbands. I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. You know, like, um, it started with Lance Armstrong and those yellow...
3: Oh, those little bands. plastic things. Yeah, yeah,
1: I have them. They say Master's Cast and are... are... They, they didn't come in yet, but um, I ordered a sample one um, with a different phrase on it just, just to see what they would look like. And it looked real nice, so I ordered some... They're going to get it, wrong. It's going
2: to come in Master's Cat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the best cat in the universe. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a
3: rare show. variant. <laughs> yes, not even.
1: I think I'm going to have to put up an entire bloopers episode.
3: <laughs> oh dear. <laughs>
2: That'd be hilarious. With my cell phone ringing. And... Oh, the crazy times we had. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just add, add a little bit now. You could throw a little. No. You could chop it at it. He needs to be punished. <laughs> You know, I always try to do these
1: where I don't have to edit them long. I'm sorry. You're
4: gonna have a lot of editing this episode. <laughs> right? I tell you. Yeah. Oh my.
1: I can't even remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> so when you open up the box Ooh, that sounded bad. When you open up the box <laughs> Like you exhaust Boston sorry. all of a sudden. I gotta get in my apartment, I gotta go in the car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I think we need to have a five minute breather. <laughs> Deep breaths. Okay. Deep breaths. Remember who we are. Car.
1: Box. Don't say it that
2: way. <coughs> we haven't got a budget for the ponytail, I tell you!
4: <laughs> um, I just thought it was nice to get away from usual uh, standard... Sorry?
0: It's <laughs> her <Sir, turn> now! <laughs>
1: You thought my fill of the future ringtone was bad.
3: (laughs) Harry Potter is lovely. Go ahead, Martin. Sorry.
4: Should I start again? Yes. Okay. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Edit that out. Okay.
1: That'll remind me when I'm I edit it because you know. Because you'll say I'll hear. Okay. Okay. And Martin's not. Wait. Well, I mean, hold on. Shit, I didn't watch that one. (laughs) <laughs> creating the new adventures of he-man that was on
4: there that was on the previous Oh,
1: oh i'm looking at the wrong thing <coughs> oh no <laughs> where's my where's the cover there
2: it is <laughs> went, i'm just trailing off into the distance okay. <laughs> there are <clears throat> he's back i just
1: remember him in san diego walking around with that chick that was like way younger
4: than he was <laughs> <laughs> <that out>. <laughs> 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 he threw his master's cat.
2: What? Well, I could have said he
1: was walking around with bruise holding hands.
2: Walked walked into the bathroom and all I see is, um, <laughs> this is so brilliant, is Spider-Man pinned up against the wall with Batman and Superman, either side of him trying to get his zip up the back. <laughs> and he's like, I can't fit in, man. They're like, come on, Spadey. And they're like, really getting into it. And it was just so funny. And they really could get the this- It was hilarious. He's trying to get himself. He's like, I can't get back into my suit. (laughs)
1: Um, but uh, I want a sticker. Oh, I thought I gave you a sticker. Did I give you a sticker? No. No. Which reminds me, you um,
2: I have to edit this. This is amazing. I love the edit. I have. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Edit that out as well. We're deaf by the end of this podcast. Three. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you're going to get this out by the eighth. am <laughs> just
4: remaining quiet. <laughs> Let us never speak of it again. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. There is no, there is no origin. <laughs>
1: oh. Also. <laughs> I guess I like don't understand how this was just formed. Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
4: That's getting edited out. My headset so fell off from my head then I laughed so much. <laughs> <laughs>